on this episode of the Stance Podcast, we were joined by Foster Huntington. Hava, can you tell us a bit about Foster? Yes, Foster Huntington is an author, photographer, and filmmaker, former van dweller, current treehouse dweller, living above his own skate park. Sounds pretty crazy. Absolutely. We sat down with Foster, and he told us a story about drug-running sea pirates, an alien invasion, and a potential doomsday scenario. From our remote studio on the Cindercone Volcano in Skamania County, Washington, this is the craziest day of Foster Huntington's life. Hello and welcome to the Stance Podcast. I'm Hava Fernandez alongside Erica Yeri. Thanks for saying my last name right this time, Hava. Not a problem, Erica. Here we are at a uh, undisclosed location here in the great state of Washington with a special guest with Stance Punks and Poets member, Foster Huntington. Good wow. evening. Welcome wow, to the uh, podcast, Foster. This is our Thanks first time. Me. Yeah, this is our first time being anywhere but an office in San Clemente in our lives, not just for the podcast. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, we hit the road and we're out of studio. So uh, probably explains the echo chamber that we're sat in at the moment. If we were on our shit, we should have had this in the sauna. We, we still can. <laughs> we still can. We, I mean, it'll only take another three hours to yeah. set it up. It sounds steamy. If you're talking about the craziest day of your life, though, you, it would be, I feel like, much more, uh, you know, exciting. All right. Welcome to the podcast officially, Foster Huntington. Thank you, Hava. Thanks for having us at your... Uh, yeah, thanks for coming home. up. 9.30. 9.30 p.m. So it's, it's, it's a burner, but we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. So this season's theme on the Stance podcast is the craziest day of my life. And we're here to talk about the craziest day of your life, Foster. Do, do you have, do you oh, have yeah. a day? Without a doubt, the craziest day of my life was November 13th, 2015. And uh, I was on a sailboat trip, month-long sailboat trip out of Santa Barbara. We sailed down to central Baja and we were at a, um, an island 250 miles directly south of San Diego and 80 miles off the coast of Baja, and it's called the Los Benitos Island. There's like, there's like a little fishing village there, and uh, we just kind of explored the island of Cedros in this, looking for a couple waves, but the swell wasn't right. It was like wrong time of year, but we were hoping we'd get like a last southern hemisphere swell. And uh, so we were just kind of hanging out, we go to shore and there's like a lighthouse and there's no trees on this island. It's like full desert island. It looks like a, you know, kind of like dinosaur. Like if you ever saw like a movie where the caveman was fighting like a pterodactyl, that's what this place <laughs> looked like. It was just like volcano, like rock, super primitive. And then just like nothing, total desert island. And we were just, we went on shore to look around. It was just like kind of crazy, just washed up shit because it's out in the middle of the ocean. There's like all these giant trees from like the West Coast of California and uh, Oregon and stuff, like enormous trees. We're like, there's not a tree this big in like 2,000 miles. We're just kind of like walking around looking at, trying to find like old stuff that you would see washed up, like shoes, a bunch of crazy shit. And I found kilos of weed stashed behind a tree. And I was off by myself kind of walking around. I was like, oh, fuck. And I had just finished reading No Country for Old Men, the uh, Cormac McCarthy book. And I, don't, I mean, if, if you've seen the movie, but the premise is this guy like finds some dr a drug deal gone bad. And he's like faced with the question, like, do I take this weed? Or it was, I think it was heroin in the, in the story. But so I see this weed and I'm like, it's just like bales and bales of wrapped in cellophane. 
stacked behind this log that had washed up. So you couldn't see it from shore, from the ocean, but you could see it from shore. So it certainly hadn't just washed up. It, it, was, it, purposely hadn't, placed it there. was stashed there, you know? And the question is like, so I was like super tripped out and I walk over to my friend and I'm like, you will not believe what I just saw. Like I just found all this weed and they're like, oh, I'm going to go take a photo. I'm like, dude, I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> And my friend Landon took a photo of it, which I can, I can dig up the photo somewhere. But, uh, oh, yeah. We're going to need that. Yeah. But <laughs> we were all... I was super sketched out. It's like I, we're in the middle of nowhere. There's like, you know, a bunch of drug smugglers because a bunch of people load up pongas and drive. Like, you know, they go out a couple, like 100 miles and they drive all the way up to like Malibu or Santa Barbara and they, they uh, beach these pongas. And that's like one of the ways they smuggle drugs. So it's like I went nothing to do with this what are pongas a ponga is like a fishing it's a fiberglass fishing boat it's super simple like if you've ever been to mexico or central america it's like a it's a fiberglass fishing boat they make out of plywood and uh, they're like blue and white like fishermen use them but they also use them for drug smuggling so anyways i'm super sketched out we get up on this it's crazy because there's all these sea lions on this little island so we like go back to our zodiac but there's all these like sea lions between us and the and the zodiac, so we kind of like have to play chicken with them a little bit. Anyways, we get back on. Wait, the, are they dangerous? They're super territorial, and yeah. we are like on a a rookery, so like you know, there's like little pups around and shit. Yeah. I don't know if they'd like attack you, but they would run up to you going, ur, 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 and they're huge. Yeah. They're like the size of that couch. Um, <laughs> That's a big couch. Yeah. Big couch, big, big animal. So we get back on the boat, and this is like middle of the day, maybe like one or two. Next thing I know when we're out in the boat, this super nice ponga, like twin outboards, center console, and these guys with ski masks on and bandanas over their face. Here we go. Show up to us and just start buzzing us, like getting super close. And you can tell they're kind of like wasted and just like, what are you guys doing here? They kind of like speaking broken English. And they show up and they're like flashing like the peace sign, like reverse peace sign, being like, what's up? So you I know? think that's a gang sign at that point. Yeah, you're like... <laughs> With a ski mask yeah, involved. Yeah. What time of the day is... This is like two or three. So it's... Or maybe even, later, maybe even actually later than that. So it's, it was like late afternoon, I would say. And originally we were going to spend the night there. But then these guys keep buzzing us and... Uh, ski masks. Ski masks, yeah. And I'm underneath... I'm underneath the cabin. We're on a 36-foot sailboat. There's three other guys. So you can see them out the windows. I can see them out the window, but they can't see me. I'm like, oh, fuck. We're going to get boarded. Like, some crazy shit's going to happen. We're 80 miles from the coast. You know, there's no... Like, we're in... We're 80 miles from the coast, but it's, like, central Baja where there is not a soul. You know, like, the closest... There's nothing around. This is like as remote as you can get in Northern America, North America. So I like grab a spear gun. I'm like, these guys are going <laughs> to fucking board us right now. Yeah. I'm going to have to like yeah. shoot yeah. some You're dude. You're going to get him like a swordfish. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so we like, one of the guys, none of us really speak that good of Spanish. Like I can understand Spanish, but I'm not about to like high pressure situation. Be like, what's up? Like, we're not trying to fuck with you. Like we didn't just find your weed on the beach. Like, trust me, we're cool. And eventually they just tell us to leave. They're like, you guys got to get out of here. And we're like, yeah, we're going to do that right now, actually. Ski mask still Ski on. Ski mask still on, yeah. So is there any communication between you and the other people on the boat at this time? Is this, are what they circling like, you for a while? We should do? I mean, it's like five minutes, you know, and they're kind of like floating there. Like, fishermen will do this. Like, when we were down there, people would come up and try to sell us lobsters and all sorts of stuff. 
but like none of them have boats this nice. This isn't like a fishing boat, you know. This is like clearly they're doing other shit to get this boat because like the the standard fishing boat is just like one outboard, no center console. Like this thing is pimped out. It has dual outboards, like center console, flames on the side, radar and shit. Yeah, there's like flames on the side. So we're fucking stressed. They end up leaving immediately. We're like, all right, we just got to get out of here. We got to pull anchor and we got to sail and it's 80 miles to the coast. It's like a channel crossing and we're like, all right, we're just going to charge. We're going to go all night. So then we leave kind of like as the sun's setting and the whole time we're like sailing out this island and like sailing as the sun sets, we're sailing east um, we're just like taking turns with binos, like looking back, being like, oh, fuck, they're going to chase us down. And because uh, they assume you guys are going to go and I don't know them. what they assumed, you know, like I imagine yeah, they're just to trying to run. If you're like, yeah, the guys with the ski masks, they seem nice. Yeah. Like they weren't up to good shit, yeah. you know, and they would have to assume that we had a satellite phone or an EPIRB or something like that. Like they weren't doing good shit. So we just knew that we had to get out of there. So we start sailing and we just like cruise and it, it turns out to be like a super pretty sunset and like amazing out. And, uh, you know, we didn't see them. So we're feeling a little better, but like, we're going to have to do watches all night just because you're sailing, but also like, you know, we don't want to like, these guys could just like chase us down. So we like turned our lights off, which you're not supposed to do, but we're like, we don't want to be seen by these fuckers. So we're going to turn our lights off. And in about... I would say like between, so this is in November, so the sun sets at like six, so just like maybe 45 minutes to an hour off of sunset, I'm underneath cooking, and all of a sudden, I hear the guys up top being like, what the fuck is that? Like, do you see that in the sky? Do you see that? And they're like, you got to get up here. And I run upstairs, and there's just like this giant light coming towards us from the sky, super high up. It's like coming towards us, and there's a cone around it. Okay, wait, can you can you give us a, a description of this I have cone? videos of it. Okay, well. I'll show okay. it to you, but it's, okay, cone. think of it as like a, think of it as like a point, mm-hmm. and then around it, there's just like a cone coming off the mm. back of it, and um, keep in mind, like, we're middle of nowhere, like, and not you, a light the in weed the sky. And you ate it. We didn't <laughs> take any of the weed. I would, like, made sure that I wouldn't have anything to do with that. But, uh, you know, so there's no light pollution whatsoever. And then the moon's not up. It's just like... And your lights are off. Our lights are off. And all of a sudden, like super high up in the sky, this thing is just coming directly towards us. And we can't really... It's not moving side to side. It's just getting brighter. And there's a cone coming off of it. And then all of a sudden, like that trail behind it gets enormous to the point where it like illuminates the entire night sky. And it's like crazy colors, like purples and blues. And we're like, what the, I mean, it's so big that it's like literally half the night sky. It's directly above us at this point. Is it and making any sound? No sound. We're fucking tripping out. Like we don't know if it's like an alien or a comet or like World War III is going down. And you had no access to like an internet signal. Well, I had a satellite cell phone. Yeah. Or a texter. So I started texting my dad, being like, is anything going down? Like, we are seeing the craziest shit in the sky. And he's like, no, there's nothing. And it just kind of like burnt up in the atmosphere. And it was like, you know, the craziest photos you'd see, the like the Aurora Borealis. Like, it was like that, but like times 10. And it was directly above us. And we were, I was like convinced it was like, 
you know, a comment, like some jumbo comment that like, you know, maybe was off the reservation, you know, or like somehow they didn't like predict it, but it was fucking enormous and moving so fast. And you're already, you guys are we're already tripping ready. out. Already yeah. Scared, we're already like ready to end. Yeah. <laughs> And it was one of those things where, like, it wouldn't have surprised me if all of a sudden there would have been, like, a 50-foot wave of water coming towards us. Like, it was, like, just, like, boom. Sharknado. Like, Sharknado 4. It just splashed and came towards us. Most of us were, like, uh, in our late 20s and early 30s, but there was one. Our friend's little brother was along. He was, like, 21 or something. Or he was 20 or 21. And he was tripping out being like there's a fucking blast right we're gonna die and we're like no man we're not gonna die it's gonna be okay but he was like totally off the plot and uh eventually it just went away and we were like totally fucking tri- it was such like a crazy kind of like roller coaster from like finding this weed on the beach and being tripped out to being like buzzed by these drug smugglers <laughs> to seeing this shit in the sky and eventually my dad texted me back saying that there was like a missile launch in Southern California. Is that the one that everyone saw? Like yeah. all different places, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, you can see it in Denver. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they claimed it was. That's what they claimed it was a t- not a, a Titleist or Trident nuclear missile or something like that. There was like sixty-five million smackers, and apparently they carry like thirteen warheads or something like that, like blow up the world kind of shit, which was like some proverbial like muscle flexing by the u.s government but it was insane and you guys had like front row seats front row seats because it it, like burnt up directly above us because it was like they just sent it out into the ocean yeah it seems a little weird that they'd be doing that at like the middle of yeah i mean i guess there's no opportune time yeah how long after you saw it did you discover did you find this information the next morning so so you had all night to chew all night we were just like we saw some crazy shit. Like, this is you know the most Zelda insane. Footage. Yeah, alien theories. Footage, like aliens. Yeah, for sure. Like, I kind of thought it was gonna be you know like a full. I thought it was like a comet or something like that, or a missile. It was one of those things where like either it's like a UFO, it's the craziest comet, or we're just watching World War Three go down and we're in a fucking sailboat in the middle of nowhere. What were some of the wildest theories presented by like anyone in the crew? It was an alien. There was like a UFO. You and know, there like, was certainty. You, yeah, yeah. You there was sure. like I saw the footage. I thought at first, you know, like when you're seeing it online, I was like, oh, alien sighting. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. totally. You know? It looked like the shit that, you know, they would have like in the newsreel at the beginning of like Independence Day or something like that, yes. where you're like, we're going to get you up to speed on the alien invasion. So... <laughs> Plug in like the UFO footage and that's like, that's what it looked like. So then did the guys come back? Those dudes come back? No, we never saw them again. So did you guys even go back to sleep? No, we did not. And it was pretty, actually, I may have slept a little bit, but I had like the shift from like two in the morning to like five in the morning or two in the morning till four. And it was so crazy because there was, you're sailing in the middle of ocean, nothing around. You can't see land in either way. And you're just like sailing, looking at the stars you know, there's like flying fish flying beside you and shit. It is so, so magical. And there's, you don't have a motor on because you're just sailing. And it's just like looking up at the sail. It's pretty crazy because like on a sailboat, you're only going five or six miles an hour. But it's, uh, it's wild because that's the way that people have gotten around for like, you know, tens of thousands of years was on like sailboats. 
it's totally forces you to reevaluate traveling because I'm used to traveling like in a car or in a plane or something like that. But like when you're spending like a month on a sailboat going yeah. five miles an hour, it like totally kind of you have to like reacclimate to your sense of travel. How long after you spotted the magic thing in the sky was mm-hmm. it until like cameras were out and you're like, holy shit, holy shit, dude? That's the craziest thing is I was just so happened. I had a Sony A7S II, which like films crazy low light. And I just so happened to be filming and I had the camera on, but I was downstairs. So I ran up and immediately filmed like the entire interaction. Did you film like the dissolve and like when it yeah. kind of yeah, went yeah. away and the spark yeah. fireworks We're going to review show? the footage. We're going to yeah, review I, the footage. I got the footy. That's insane. So that was, that was like without a doubt the craziest day of my life. Well, we're glad you didn't get beheaded at sea. Yeah. Or missled. Yeah, or missled. Missled out of the water. That's crazy. If anyone wants to find that weed, where, where, what are the coordinates? It's Los Benitos Islands. I wonder if it's still, it looked like really shitty weed. It was just like brick weed, you know? Yeah, it was swag. I think that's what the the kids call it. Wasn't medical. Yeah, it's, it's legal now. Yeah, you just kind of go to the corner store. Was the jury, unanimous on yeah let's not touch that stuff or was I, there anyone that was like, no, eh, yeah, take a little was bit. like i just want to know what it is i want if it's because it was just like nondescript bales of like brownish green and he's like i just want to make sure it's not heroin and i'm like wait that's well, do you even want to make more sure, reason like, to not <laughs> fuck with it if it's heroin like that's, that's sure. the difference between being like 30 grand worth of stuff and like million yeah <laughs> yeah per package <laughs> yeah that's pretty insane. So did anything else happen on the rest of that? How much longer were you on that trip? Two weeks. So two more weeks. Yeah. Were you guys just like kind of like anxiety? Like, because you were two weeks yeah, in we at that like point. Yeah, we were like halfway in or a little bit more. So nothing else, I mean, nothing aside else from... super crazy happened. I mean, the fact of the matter is there's just tons of drug smuggling going down there. So like there are certainly places where you would like park and there's not a lot of anchorages because it's like super exposed coastline. So there's some places we would like anchor where you would hear like boats without lights on going to and from the shore to like some big boat offshore. Um, They would pull up. You'd like, what happens is we'd watch like a big boat pull up like a fishing boat or like a big, like 50 foot and it would turn off its lights. And all of a sudden you'd hear outboards start ripping and they do laps to the beach it's pretty obvious what's yeah. going down at that and there's point. like no lights on you know like and like oh those guys are running drugs they know we're here but like we're not like narcs man um so that's always kind of like unnerving to be around just because it's like you know when there's that much when you know that there's that much money like exchanging that it's like yeah they don't really care about killing off some gringo sailors they just chop off your head and they shove you full of drugs and yeah. then, they, then you're used as transportation for yeah. more drugs so was the trip then made better in a way afterwards cuz there's kind of an elated feeling of like man we we survived we're not dead i mean it was a really amazing trip regardless but that was definitely like like okay a little emotional roller coaster. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I've been to Baja a bunch, and I've never really seen a bunch of sketchy stuff. I just think it's sketchy because, like, unless you're in these really remote areas, the only reason to be here is if you're sport fishing for, like, big yellowfin tuna or yellowtail, or you're, like, a local fisherman, or you're just smuggling drugs. Like, that's the only reason to be there, and we were kind of just, like, lollygagging <laughs> around looking for waves, so they're like, 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe just. Oh, you know. we saw some sharks too, which is always kind of crazy to see. Like, just you'd be sailing along and you'd see like a fin like close to your boat, or like you know, and you'd be like, "Holy shit!" How big was the boat you guys were on? It was thirty-six feet. That was pretty big. It was pretty big. Yeah, saw a bunch of whales. Did a bunch of spear fishing. It was an amazing trip, but like that one day. Like, even when I was happening, I was like, this is the craziest shit. And then it was pretty amazing because, like, there's so many, like, crazy kind of, like, ebbs and flows to it where it's like, I found these drugs. I'm like, we got to get out of here as fast as we can because something bad might happen. And then, like, my worst fears kind of, like, yeah. you know, manifested where it's like, holy shit, like, these are the dudes with machetes that are going to, like, fucking chop off our hands. And then, you know, total crazy curveball missile sighting or alien sighting missile whatever it was and then just being on watch on the sailboat for a couple hours in the middle of the night like kind of looking at the stars analyzing all of it was like so if somebody said to you hey we're uh we're going on a sailing trip down to baja tomorrow Mm -hmm. and uh waves are really good would you think twice about jumping on the boat or would you do it anyway i probably i don't know if i i mean a month is a long time to go on a sailboat and you know you're not always really well positioned to get waves on a sailboat it's like if i wanted to go get good waves i just drive down there and like pickup truck or something I don't know. I would have to think about it for sure. Like it was. Uh, would you have any apprehensions based on the fact that no. it's just like swarming with speedboat? <laughs> no, I mean drug that's a pretty. I think that's kind of like a rare Steve thing. Asked. And I mean, it's an amazing experience. I would recommend it for sure. But I mean, it is, it is crazy when you're kind of just like so you so self reliant. You know, like our motor broke down or our boat broke down, so we were like kind of like had to like fix some stuff. And it's just it is kind of like totally different than traveling in most ways where everything is just like we have our airbnb set up and we're like landing and we got a rental car and like we already know what it looks like because we've seen it all on instagram it's like it's very different when you're like in a sailboat cruising around well did it change your life uh yeah i mean i definitely did kind of like remind me that like life can get things can get so crazy so fast you know even though nothing happened it was just like seeing that missile launch is just like such a crazy chance event where you're just like, what the fuck? You know? And like being in a position where like your mind goes crazy, like thinking that you're witnessing some enormous like cosmic event or like alien event that's going to like change the course of history. And then like the next day, like having it just like, you're like hope shattered. There was just like some military yeah. industrial complex. Yeah. Oh, it was like, just a like, missile. You're like, ah, are you serious? It was just a missile. Like, oh yeah, man, everyone saw it. You can see it in LA. Like, damn it. Yeah. Well, I mean, men in ski masks can come out of anywhere at any time, I guess, is another good good point for the story. It's true. Yeah. Did you Throwing did you guys for, sign. <laughs> Did you guys have time to like formulate any kind of plan when these guys are buzzing around the sailboat where you guys talking to each other yeah, like dude I mean, if they come on board i got a spear like, gun grab the spear oh, gun you got the spear gun yeah that was, a, that <laughs> that was, was like, your right. the guy with the spear gun let me load it up a spear gun you have like one go and you gotta like how many of those guys were there but then you gotta get the spear back right it was like even yeah and you're thinking like these guys have guns and yeah, stuff yeah who knows what they have spear gun is like there's a line attached right yeah but I mean, it's just rubber band. It's like a think of like a slingshot that shoots like a metal rod. So you could fuck one of them up, but that's like <laughs> that's just gonna piss off yeah. the other three <laughs> with guns. 
Yeah. Well, that's a great story. Thanks for sharing it with us. No problem. And best of luck out at sea next time, if there is a next time down in old Baja on your next sailing adventure, for sure. Is there anything that you want to tell us about that you're working on or anything like that? We're working on a stop motion skateboarding project right now, which we're super excited about. It's like all going to be, it's one tenth scaled and it's like a backyard. By the time this comes out, it'll probably be out. But it's a one tenth scale, like 80s pool skating set in like California in the 80s so really fun just like building a world and finding all these references and kind of making something from scratch which is super fun considering the stuff I've done in the past is all like documenting reality it's fun to be able to like invent your own I've noticed you've been posting a lot about that on the Instagram stories yeah so it's been like kind of documenting it as we go as we're making it um, yeah, so where can people see these videos? Well, most of them are going to be on uh, Instagram. Um, we're actually, that's one of the things we're doing is we're actually making these videos for Instagram, which is kind of like a little lo- loco because it takes so much work. But, you know, I think there's a bunch of cool stuff you can do with Instagram as like a medium for video. And like the era of clicking the link on someone's profile to go see a video is gone. You know, I saw it. So we're making it, we're building all this around like watching it on your Instagram. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Foster, no for taking the time to uh, tell us about the craziest day in your life. No problem. <laughs> and uh, yeah. It's fun to remember. I kind of like forgotten little parts of it, but it was, it all came back. As it does. Yeah, as it does. Well, sweet. Thank you. Erica, you want to sing us out? Uh, <laughs> no. Nope. No, I'm good. Too I mean, soon. It was, was going to go Bonnie Raitt, and then I just decided against it. So we'll just call it a We'll just call it, we'll call it a podcast. We'll call it an episode. There you have it. That's it for this episode of the Stance Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you know when we're posting more episodes. And you can follow Foster on Instagram at, at fosterhunting. And you can check out stance.com slash podcast for more episodes and info. Thanks for listening.